Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Hello, everyone. Welcome to this bonus episode of Another Pod, Do Not Relent. I'm the only one that says the full Christian name. I'm going to have to start calling the boys <laughs> out for that. And as you can hear, I am not alone today, or I guess also as you can read because it'll be in the title, but I am joined by Michigan State University's own and Blizzard's own, once again, not a spoiler, that'll be in the intro to the thing, uh, (laughs) Peter Burroughs. How are you doing tonight, Peter? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. So, Peter, I know that you are ever so important. Uh, dare I say one of Ian told me the other day one of the most important Blizzard employees, but uh tell <laughs> tell the audience what uh what what is your official position? My official position at um Blizzard is uh associate prop artist on World of Warcraft. So, um I make props. And I will be fully transparent with everyone. Uh we did Peter and I did record this interview a week prior but due to my own technical wizardry, I managed to completely destroy it. So uh, if, if it feels like we're <laughs> rushing at all, uh, both of us have already said these words. But you know what? It was such a great experience. I just said, hey, let's do it again. Yeah, it's not a problem. Happens all the time. And, um, you know, I, I, I do like talking about games and things. So <laughs> I'm more than happy to um, go back over this stuff. Of course. And of course, I just got to say this once again, right off the bat, you are legally, uh, you, you are bound to laugh at my jokes again. I don't care if they're the same jokes. I need a a hearty chuckle or else the fans are going to turn on me. (laughs) All right. So like last time, we'll start it out with the important stuff. What is your faction race class combo? Uh, yes. Also, uh, for, I'll put the disclaimer out here first, too. You know, my uh, thoughts and opinions are my own. Do not represent anything to do with uh, um, Blizzard and uh, ABK's opinions, and they don't represent me. So, uh, in any case, uh, my Horde Alliance and uh, Race Class combo. Well, I'll say that I have, uh, you know, multiple different characters uh, for um, either faction, but at the moment, I'd have to say Horde, um, even though <sighs> you know what? much of I, my... <laughs> you, did, you did tell me that last week, and so I had time, time to properly get ready this week, but it still hurt. I'll, I'll say most of the props team is actually Alliance, um, funny enough, but um, I think that, that really depends on the team. You know, sometimes we've got little Horde pockets, little Alliance groups throughout, so... Um, I, I, my... I, did, I did wonder about that, because we know certain members of leadership... At least, like oh. the the big, the big <laughs> names that we always spout on the show are mm-hmm. distinctly horde. So we're always like, oh, they're they're going for their own people. But do you feel like? <laughs> so you said in the props team, it's more alliance based. Yeah, they're largely alliance. I think there's probably only a handful of us who are uh, horde people. Do, um, do Do you feel like it's because the alliance has more like props and stuff, where the horde's like, well, this is my stick. I use it to stir this mud puddle <laughs> around. See, you would think so, but it's actually uh, I, I don't I don't think there's necessarily an, an imbalance one way or another. Um, and 
<laughs> that's uh you you would you would think there would be some favoritism but i don't i don't um i don't really see that as much in the the art teams but with the uh the race and class combo right now i am a blood elf uh subtlety rogue i see i see do you do you typically play with war mode on with what uh with war mode like the the Here pvp mode oh no uh mostly it's just me running around because okay so especially as an artist, you know, uh, I'm stopping all over the place to, to look at the scenery. Uh, not very conducive to uh, <laughs> to coming across other people <laughs> I, trying I, to kill me. So uh, I like I only taking my time, you know. I mostly just ask because if you were a Blood Elf subtlety rogue with more mode on, chances are you probably stabbed me and I cursed you out. <laughs> Without knowing it was you, <laughs> but I'm glad I'm glad that we have not met on the the Perfect. field of battle. No, 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 no. <laughs> nope. I'm just uh, I just run around and uh, mostly do some solo play with uh, you know hopping in when when friends are doing stuff. But nice. So that's what you're doing now as a grown man. I want to turn back the clock. Uh, what was your history with <laughs> uh, Blizzard Entertainment games in general? Yeah. Well. And so funny enough, I didn't actually play much World of Warcraft uh, when I was younger. The, uh, you know, that was uh, mostly a money and time barrier. <laughs> but uh, I was always doing something else, whether it was, uh, you know, school sports or um, checking out other games. Oh, no, you were doing and... <laughs> sports? I didn't know I was in here with a sports man. <laughs> we were in the nerd ah, zone. <laughs> we're all nerds here. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, I think a, a variety of life experiences is always fantastic, but, um, yeah, I mm-hmm. played some, there was this game, uh, like, Adventure Quest, Adventure Quest Worlds, uh, Dragon Fable, RuneScape, like, there's, uh, I think that was a lot of what I was doing at the time, and then, uh, I was always getting this, uh, secondhand knowledge from friends who are really into World of Warcraft, and they made it sound super exciting, so, um, you know, uh, especially with like Wrath of Lich King stuff, and um, I think that's when when my friends really started getting into it. So anything that I learned was either from them or like from forums and wikis uh, or various cutscenes and <laughs> commercials and stuff. So it, it always uh, World of Warcraft always had this sort of mystique for me that um, like it was the the thing the cool kids do, and I wish I wish I. Uh, could have gotten into it so now i think uh going through college and uh, as i was studying game development and stuff um i had my eyes set on blizzard as a this this company that makes a variety of games you know from uh world of warcraft to to overwatch and i i really am big on that um hand-painted art style so that seemed like a natural fit now this is this is a question we had not discussed before, but I just got to know. Growing up, did you watch much G four specifically? Cheat? Uh no, I don't think so. But uh, they, then they, again, they, if I don't, re- I might not remember the name. So they had an episode of Cheat uh, that was all about like secrets in the world of Warcraft, and that was that was the moment for me. My brother and I watched that, and we were like, "Oh my goodness, this is the coolest!" And then we went to our parents, and they were like, "Boy, fifth I very I remember very infamously they yeah they said this game costs money you can either do this or and this is going to age me <laughs> you can either do this or continue your Napster subscription and we were like oh, oh yeah. no we got to keep the Napster 
So that's why we never did it. Ah, okay. Okay. But... Yeah, I mean, there were sacrifices. <laughs> that's uh... <laughs> Yeah, but I think it goes to show, too, like, not everyone... Um, they're not just looking for, for hardcore players uh, when, when they grab people for the team and stuff. They're they're looking for people who are uh, good at a certain craft and can bring in a variety of experiences. So, Heck yeah. Well, talking about variety of experiences, you've had uh, quite a lead up of your own. So you were a finalist, and my thing says finalist, you won yes. the Blizzard student art competition, correct? Uh, yeah, for my category. That's that's pretty bonkers. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's legit. I want you to tell the audience about it and me a second time because I'm still spellbound by it. <laughs> yeah, it's it still doesn't really feel real uh, in the sense that, um, you know, the student art contest was something that, you know, other people, the big kids were always doing like way back in 2011. I think I had a, a college grad, Marie Lazar, come to me and uh, she was talking about her experience with uh winning the environment side of stuff as well and um that really inspired me but i never thought you know that would be my art on the the promotional banners and everything and now um here we are so i guess i had uh i was i was taking some classes here uh it's it's been a bit since i was in msu but i've been uh, working through uh cgma the cg master academy and uh, I saw the the student art contest was coming up, and at the same time, you know, we had the um, the Shadowlands expansion that was going to drop, and this was what uh, last year. So I was looking at that and all the trailers we had for that, and it's so exciting to see that kind of thing. And I thought, you know, maybe maybe I could give it another shot. And I ended up spending, I think it was uh, three or four months working on an entry for it. And it wasn't until it was due at the end of January 2020. <laughs> so one week before it was due, I just like my computer crashed. I lost uh, my entire scene and everything. It was like this Revendreth uh, vampire tower uh, on a cliff. And the the whole scene was gone, but I still had the pieces. And I just took a deep breath. I thought, OK, <laughs> we're going to we're going to redo this whole thing. And maybe, you know, maybe it'll be worth it. I just uh, I'd hate to see all that time go down the drain. So I crunched a little bit on it and then got it out there. And um, I was pretty sure that someone else would get it. So I kind of forgot about it for a few weeks. And then I, one of these days, I just got a call um, from someone who introduced themselves as, uh, hi, this is Michelle from Blizzard. And <laughs> I just, I remember choking on my peanut butter sandwich because I was like, oh, wait, <laughs> come again. Can you, can you repeat that? <laughs> what is uh what what's happening here and you know they they played it up like uh oh you know they're they're looking at all the art entries and they really liked yours uh and then we just wanted to let you know that you got it so um they were certainly uh <laughs> hyping that up over uh, the course of that short call but um from then you know like everything kind of changed now i i got a i was offered an internship and then um, I spent the summer on an, in, the internship, and they liked what I did, so they brought me onto the team. Nice, and you know how it goes. I'm going to ask: 
g- give me some give me some spicy deets. Well, also I should say before we go on to the next thing, I will obviously be including the illustration that Peter did in the description of this episode here. Uh, beautiful, moody, atmospheric. The kids online would say it's dare I say aesthetic or art pop, and gotta <laughs> say he he Thanks. did the uh, Venthyr, which you know Immune and I, uh, my co-host, we just love. Yeah, thank you. I, uh, yeah, I was this close to, to doing a piece from Bastion or something. And, um, I was, the, the process for deciding that was literally looking at the three factions, like which one of these is, is really speaking to me. And I feel like, uh, Bastion was, uh, you know, my eyes were drawn to there initially, but then there was so much happening with, uh, I was watching Castlevania, the, the Netflix series at the time. And then, um going through a D curse of strad campaign so um vampires and stuff were on the mind and um i ended up seeing there was a really cool quest oh uh i think it was the fear stalker or something in in uh reverend Reth. they've got like the that forested area um where they they release these lost souls to um and the the Venthyr hunt them down um, mm-hmm. for sport, and I was like, "Oh, that reminds me of like this one uh, literature book that I, I'd read in in the past, and uh, maybe I can incorporate that into some sort of uh, mini narrative, even if it's you know it's not like written into the piece, but uh, keeping that in mind and and trying to um, imagine a scene around that was uh, what inspired that." Nice. You see, we're we're getting that's something I did not know from last week. We're getting that these hashtag nuggets of new lore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you already sort of briefly touched upon it. So I'll twist the question here. So you were a part of the intern program before yes. becoming an official prop artist. How was a? How was that? And b? How was that working remotely? Because you did that during the the heights of the COVID nineteen pandemic. Uh, yeah, they actually, I was the second uh, group of interns who had gone through this this remote experience. So it was remote. They they let us uh, operate from home. They make sure you've got all the equipment you need to um, tune in to work. And uh, you basically did everything that uh, an artist on the team would do just as an intern with some additional activities. Like uh, they make sure, they do a really good job of making sure you have uh, people mentors who are uh, helping you along the way and um their their end goal for those internships is to find people who will eventually join the team and become full-time members uh but normally as an intern you have to be a returning student um going back to college in the fall but for this situation for the student contest winners they they sort of make an exception as uh they notice okay you are students but um, you may or may not be returning to school in the fall, and we might be able to get you immediately. So um, that was a, a slightly different experience um, than some of the, like the other other underclassmen. But I had a really good time with the internship. Um, it was is certainly a learning experience with various uh, um, the various processes and things we did. But they they taught me a lot, and I, I found that these this is a group of people that I I could work with on a daily basis and. Um, the team itself is just such a, they're so knowledgeable and they care about us as people too, beyond even, uh, being artists. Like, uh, the members of my team were always making sure like, Hey, is this too stressful? Do you got uh, everything you need? Do you have any questions? Can we 
help you out in any way. Um, and we would, you know, even hanging out outside of work on, in digital spaces, it's, uh, these are my people now. So Nice, nice. So then, obviously, uh, spoiled by the the intro and the name of this episode, you did end up getting a prop artist position with Blizzard Entertainment. Um, I did. For for those who may not know, even though it is one of the more literal job description names, what does a prop artist do in the world of Warcraft? Yeah, I mean that's a it's a good uh, clarification to make because there were there's a number of environment artists, uh, people who work on uh, anything that's not a character or a creature, but. Um, there are some that work on more the the true environment artists, I guess, work on like plants and trees and uh, organic things. There's the the dungeon team who works on more architecture based stuff and the props team. And we make pretty much everything else. So like the interior design, you've got um, barrels and tables and uh, weapons racks and sometimes weapons and um, just anything the player might see or interact with. Nice. And for that, this is, a, this is a new question. I don't know if it's it's risque or whatever, but are you able to have a little bit of flexibility as far as like telling a story with some of the aesthetics of the item? Is there a loose code you go with, a loose note? Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that's uh, that's one of their their core tenets in, in World of Warcraft. Like if you look around, everything has this some thought and artistic uh creativity put into it and whether or not you uh the as a player know that there's a story um the artists are thinking of something in mind you know whenever we make something we think of oh what is this material made out of uh or what is what is this prop made out of like what kind of material uh what construction methods does this fit the uh, race that made it um the culture that made it and um, the storytelling, the environmental storytelling that we do with props tends to be things like, ah, uh, and then maybe, I don't know, this this table over here, there's a guy who stumbles into it and they uh, maybe he had gotten into a bar fight and there was an axe that chopped a little chip out of the corner <laughs> at some point in time. I don't know. Like, those are things that, you know, most people will never know about that specific piece, but they're they're kind of things that we imagine as we're we're making stuff. So in that sense, it can make the world feel a little bit more lived in, a little bit more real. And, you know, it is World of Warcraft, so everything looks like it could be used as a weapon. Both the axe <laughs> and the weapons rack <laughs> look like you could pick it up and whack <laughs> someone with Anything it. could be used to commit war in this world. <laughs> But yeah, they're it's a it's a very stylized game. So that's um, but even with that, there's a lot of thought that we put into those things. It was revealed last time, so I won't ask. Oh, what's the working situation? How is it working remotely with the rest of the team that are in Irvine right now? Like, what what's what's sort of yeah, a, a yeah. day in the life like? Oh uh, well, I'll say that like normally we have uh. You know, in, instead of going into meetings in, in large rooms with the, the various teams, we're tuning into calls and communicating a lot via, um, well, everything. <laughs> so we're just, uh, there's just a lot more communication that's involved with, with working remotely. But um, I've been pleasantly surprised with how well it works. You know, I think a lot of the times, uh, even though we say 
it's it's always best to be in person in my opinion for creative things there's still we we can still do our work remotely and um we've tried to make up for the the human element by hanging out jumping in calls having virtual lunch together at least and um i'd say it's it's at least as productive in from what i've seen very very cool well now we're we're gonna we're gonna loop back we're gonna get back into the game here uh, i won't try and get you in trouble like i did last time <laughs> so <laughs> as both a player even in a casual sense and obviously someone who is working on the product what is what is a feature that you find really cool about world of warcraft uh yeah let me see. So, as a as someone who's fairly new to World of Warcraft, as in um, just largely checking out the art and things, I, I'm, I'm someone who really appreciates the the atmosphere of everything, the the sheer scale of this world. Like uh, sometimes, uh, you know, various games, depending on the their perspective, even though it might be set in an epic world, it doesn't always. Uh, feel as much as World of Warcraft because you like I'm I'm running around and there's you can see all these mountains and uh, buildings that are like a hundred times larger than you and um, it I I love that that vibe to it and the fact that it is stylized you know this the game's been around a, <laughs> a long time now and um, I think it it still holds up in many ways because of that art style. So of mm-hmm. course, there's always <laughs> there's always some areas that you look at and say, okay, that was made 15 years ago. <laughs> but... <laughs> you know, I was just thinking in my head, I was like, as a prop artist, does it ever make you sad to like go buy a yes. weapons rack <laughs> in Hellfire Peninsula and be like, wow, that is made of three vertices? Yes, <laughs> but at the same time, it's uh, it's kind of neat because it's a piece of history, and I'll I think there's a uh, WoW has a lot of things in it for a lot of players so um, between classic and and retail and uh, every new expansion that's pushed there's always something cool to explore but they also um, try to honor the past all the time so I think that is something I really appreciate and then also just you know walking into a there's something special about walking into a like a capital city and seeing everybody just <laughs> spamming chat, talking to each other, running around, <laughs> and it it feels like a lived-in world even beyond the the art aspect of it. Um, I I definitely play WoW for some of the social aspect and um, whether it's uh, getting together uh, with friends for dungeons or even just like running around doing a quest. I remember there's a there was a giant snake I was after once and <laughs> I'd already died to it once and I realized oh, I can't fight this thing alone and I just like called out to the closest person and asked them if they could help me with the snake and they said yeah let's uh, let's Aww. do it and we just <laughs> it was <laughs> a really sweet bonding moment <laughs> I was about to say that is that is a genuine moment that so many and I won't be like oh so many people say it doesn't happen but that people are like oh that that stopped happening in 2007 and it's really nice to see that some 14, yeah. 15 years later. Yeah, for sure. Do you feel like with all of these these aesthetics and these questions something, there's a there's a certain expansion that you feel like that really nailed it? Mm. Well, I mean, a cop-out answer would be the, 
this this most recent one. I, <laughs> you, you, there, said, you said the one that I but, have stuff in. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, well, I was I was no, looking no, at no. a book the other day in Shadowlands. Ah, <laughs> no, no, no. oh, saw a little no, PB no. at the bottom. That was really cool. <laughs> not the uh, not not anything upcoming, but um, with the because I can't speak on those. But yes. uh, I'll say uh, I do really like. Oh, ba- okay. Battle for Azeroth, the um, Kul'Tiras. Mm-hmm. The fact that they're all made of ship parts, I thought was was such a cool concept that they executed on really well. Because running around those buildings, and you know, the, I'm saying this as a someone who plays Horde most of the time. <laughs> uh, you better not be running not... around those buildings. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll report you to the yeah, non-existent Kul'Tiran guards. Me. Um, now I've got another character who's a, a night elf, and so he's running around, and that place feels uh, super nautical in in a way that wasn't just flat out piratey, you know, like it's it's not like a traditional like high seas parts of the Caribbean type of ship city. This is it, it felt like a distinctly World of Warcraft thing. You know, it's got those chunky shapes. It's got uh, these cobbled together ship bits and. Um, that was a really, really fun area. Nice. Well, my, I dare I say my final question as a mm-hmm. prop artist on the World of Warcraft team. Is there a particular prop that you just, that just really tickles your fancy? Just, just uh, a, a type of prop that knocks your socks off? Uh, yeah, I know we, we've talked about, um, my love for for prop making and bookbinding IRL. So we, I do um, some cosplay. I do some uh, medieval bookbinding. Honestly, is, uh, is there anything you don't do? This is, <laughs> this is besides the point. I have Peter as a friend on Facebook, and I'm like, dang. <laughs> Sometimes I I show my mom my phone. I was like, I sat in a classroom <laughs> with him. Oh uh, yeah, the uh, I just like making stuff, and I think it that stuff uh, the the cosplay and the physical prop making is, uh, that's something that certainly contributed to becoming a digital prop maker. Um, but that being said, the, anything that's a book in world of Warcraft, I just, my eyes immediately go to, and I want to check it out. And I really like, um, with this, uh, most recent expansion going into, uh, it was Ardenweald. There's this fey, um, wood looking book that uh has uh it looks like the cover is made out of curled wood and um it's got these these blue pages and silver lettering in it and it's also like the size of a person so i i was looking at that like wow that's a really nice book but um anytime there's like a library or uh a little side table with a book on it or something that's the person who's who's over there staring at those is probably me (laughs) or me because they're, I, I don't have a lot of renown right now, so I'm spending a lot of time in Heart of the Forest on my shaman. Just be like, hey, anything, please. I'll, I'll take anything. I gotta get to 80. Oh, uh, yeah. But yeah, I like those. Nice. So that brings us to the end of my formal interview here. Uh, Peter, are there any special thoughts you want to leave our listeners with? Sure. So I know... Uh, a lot of the the stuff we've been talking about is is geared towards like the the internship and and student art contests and stuff. So I always highly encourage uh, people in school to participate in those because uh, I think this would be about the time too. Um, they're 
um, oftentimes we work on those through the holidays and that's uh, this would be a good time to take a look at that and maybe enter if that's something you're interested in. I have this lovely picture of Malfurion that I made in 15 minutes in Illustrator. So what I'm hearing is we're going to be co-workers soon. Submit stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll keep fan, all... <laughs> fan art is great, though. Seriously, fan art is awesome. Like that's a, It's one of the most vibrant parts of the community, and I just love seeing what, what people do and making stuff myself. You know, That's, uh, that's uh, how a lot of us can express that appreciation and love for these worlds and um, always encourage people to um, be creative with that. Well, you heard it here, everyone. Be creative. And also vote up my crayon drawing of Malfurion in the art contest. <laughs> well, Peter, thank you so very much for coming on uh, tonight. I was about no to problem. say today, but it is 8.37 p.m. Uh, <laughs> how can people find you in your work? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, I don't post often, but... Um... Usually my work is up on ArtStation or uh, just Peter Burroughs on ArtStation or Twitter and Instagram. My handle is Kairosmith, K-A-I-R-O Smith. Very cool. And as I'm sure everyone listening knows, you can find us at Do Not Relent Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Our literary musings at do not relent.livejournal.com and Immune and I stream at Immunization DNR and Aaron DNR, respectively. Until next week, remember... Another down! Do not relent! Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.